This is the second in a series of short video clips on how to train the restrained recall. If you missed the first week's video, you can go to my streaming video page on my website and watch it. In the first video, we discussed the basic concepts of the restrained recall and how a restrained recall is so valuable in training. We talked about the role of the helper, and we watched Stephanie do her first restrained recalls with her young dog. In this video, we're going to discuss the timing of when to release the dog, how far the dog's owner should run, and what rewards we should use once the dog gets to us. Some dogs run like the blazes when they're held back, while others need time to learn the game. You won't really know what your dog does until you try this. If you have a dog that's slow to follow, you want to show the dog the reward and then maybe only back away 10 or 15 feet and call your dog. If the reward is a high enough value reward, the dog will learn the game rather quickly. Now with higher drive dogs, the handler can begin by running 15 to 20 yards away as he calls the dog. With the emphasis on running here, running away builds excitement and drive in the dog. Once you see the dog is starting to understand the game, you can then increase the distance and go farther. Later, I will show you a variation of the game where you don't have to run away from your dog. As I mentioned earlier, you can either hold your dog by the collar, the harness, or the leash. If you're going to try and hold a high-drive dog by the collar, you need to be careful he doesn't spin in place and trap your hand. This can really injure your hand if the dog's wearing a metal collar. Dogs that spin are safer to restrain with a leash and not a collar or a harness. If you watch Ira here, you can see where she almost gets my hand trapped. And she has a fur saver collar on that you could really get hurt there if you're not paying attention. So if you're going to hold these dogs, you better stop them with your right hand from spinning the way I do right there. If you don't have someone that can help you restrain your dog doing these restrained recalls, take a long line and wrap it around a tree or a post. Make sure you have the line clipped to the flat collar on your dog, and then as you back away, you can let go of your end of the line, and the dog can run to you. The timing of the dog's release is determined by the drive of the dog and the goal of the training. Most of the time, trainers have a signal worked out with their helper to let them know when they want their dog released. This can either be a recall command like come, or it can be when you call the dog's name. When the helper hears the signal, he releases the dog. The timing of the release is important. Release too soon and your dog may not be high enough in drive. Wait too long and you miss the moment. One thing is for sure, you will always want to release the dog when he's looking and focused in on his owner. If a dog is looking somewhere else, then his mind is not on the game and the results will not be effective. With those soft dogs, the ones that you need to back away from, the dog may only verbalize a little or pull a little towards his owner before he is released. These kinds of dogs need the biggest party and the highest value rewards when they get to their owner. Hopefully with experience and time, their drive will increase. 
High drive dogs with strong pack drive, those that really want to be with their handler, can initially be held back longer. These dogs go crazy the further away their owners get, especially when the trainer's trying to excite their dog as he moves away. You'll know you're doing the correct thing when your dog shoots to the handler like a bullet when he's released. I'd like to talk about rewards for a minute and rewarding your dog. In my experience, dogs with good prey drive will come faster when the reward is a high-value prey item. So for these dogs, a tug toy of some kind is usually the best choice for a reward. Tossing a ball for the reward is not a good idea. This teaches the dog that the reward is thrown away from the handler, and the dogs will begin to anticipate this and run past the handler. Our goal is to teach the dog to come to the trainer, not run away from him or her. We encourage people to train their dogs with markers. This can be incorporated into the restrained recall by marking the dog with a yes as he comes to you. But this needs to be done before the reward is produced. Remember, always mark before the reward comes out. In the beginning, the dog can even be marked while he's still being held by the helper. He is marked for showing drive to follow, then gradually mark the dog for speed as he comes in. To be effective at this work, you need to have your eyes on the dog as he comes in. That's the only way you can mark the proper moment. It's the only way the reward can be produced at the right time. We want to mark and then deliver the reward or present the reward three to five feet before the dog gets to the trainer. This draws the dog into you and stops him from learning to blow past you. If a dog does go by you, the trainer should turn and run away from his dog. This will serve to draw the dog back to him. The trainer needs to be quicker with the reward to stop this from happening the next time. So timing of the reward delivery is critical. That's why the trainer needs to keep his eyes on his dog. This brings us to the end of this week's training video. Next week, we're going to cover food rewards with restrained recalls, adding distractions to restrained recalls, and linking other behaviors to the recall.